Welcome to the Confident Couples Podcast, episode 31. This week, we're taking requests from a listener who asks, do most couples go to bed at the same time at night or not? We'll talk through the super scientific results of our Instagram poll and a few thoughts of our own. Let's get to it. So today's listener suggested topic seems relevant to me because I'm so tired from this weekend (laughs) and our big adventures in starting a new house project. Good thing Monday comes so you can take a break. Oh, I guess so. Good thing Monday comes so I can sit on my computer all day and do work (laughs) and I don't have to go to Ikea again for a while. Isn't it pronounced Ikea? No. No? I'm pretty sure it's Ikea, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure going to Ikea at 3 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon is one of the worst ideas we've had, but we were doing really good until I ordered the wrong plan. <laughs> not our best moment, not our best idea. Uh, <laughs> we went because it's convenient, and we've got a bathroom remodel project that we're starting on, and we're going to get busy with travel next month, so I was like, we've got nothing going on. This weekend, let's go to Ikea. Now we hold the record for the fastest return ever in Ikea history. Undisputed fastest return ever in Ikea history. It may be disputed by someone. Under 60 seconds. From beat your order from being delivered. I, I received the order from the pickup area because they they do not, if you've ever bought anything like cabinets from Ikea, they do not trust you to pick your own cabinets. They There's shouldn't either. It's pieces. confusing. It's confusing, yada, yada, yada. Don't blame them. Smart move on their part. From wheeling it over from the collection area to the return and exchanges, it's a three-step walk and grabbing a number, and we were the next number up that was immediately called. 60 seconds less than. from order pickup to return. Less than. I know Nicolas Cage can steal a car faster than that, but oh nobody gosh. can nobody can return Ikea faster than us. Well, and for a minute there, I thought nobody could order cabinets and get out of there faster than us, but I was wrong. So yesterday was a bit stressful, and as of today, I am ready to, I think, go to bed at like 9 o'clock at night. And honey, are you going to go with me at 9 o'clock at night? Probably. Probably, but highly likely. That does sound great, doesn't mm-hmm. it? I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> so glad dinners are like already been acquired. So yes, we can just to go anything. to bed. So that brings us to our topic of today's episode, which, fun enough, was actually a listener suggested topic. So I want to read this out, and we're going to talk about a poll that we did of our Instagram community to find out what everyone says. So this is a question we received via Instagram direct message. And our anonymous listener says, I thought of you and a potential relationship topic. My partner and I were having discussion about how many couples do or don't go to bed at the same time at night. I think it's a fascinating topic. He thinks more couples go to bed at different times than I do. It's been a discussion point in our relationship going on 14 years. I was like, you know what? I have not even considered this topic because for most of our relationship, I think we try to go to bed at the same time unless someone really needs to stay up late and the other person just can't handle it. So we decided to jump on Instagram stories and post a poll. Well, Bud did. I did. And the results, extremely scientific here. 
there were, you know, another thing not to be disputed with the scientific process of our poll taking of as our well. Instagram story poll. 73% of confident couples go to bed at the same time. So 37 votes, 27 yes, 10 no. You can fact check my math later. It's Instagram's math. It's not ours. Yeah, 73% at the same time. So must be consistent with what we have to say and what we do. So most of the time we'll be hanging out together at night and we'll kind of be like, okay, I'm tired. Time to go to bed. And generally when one person gives up and says bedtime, I think the other one of us is like, okay, that's fine. And is ready to pack up. And we kind of go to bed together, get ready together and go to bed together at the same time. So that's our routine, but I don't think it necessarily is the right way or the wrong way. I think this is a decision that a couple can make together on what works for them. Yep. What do you think about it? You know, I think that for me, it's always been about having time to connect with you. And we do that through our ritual practice and don't have a big compelling reason to go to bed at the same time other than I'm tired at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how to say this, but it's... Oops, nice. Oh, the circadian rhythm? So, yes, circadian rhythm is probably similar for us for one reason or another, and it might not be similar for every couple out there. Oh, like people that are night owls that love staying up till 2 a.m. Exactly. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Exactly. You know, we're trying to bring the science here with a scientific poll in (laughs) to the game. You're such a scientist. Big science guy. Big science guy. Bill Nye, science guy. Bill. Bill, Bill, Bill. And uh, how do you say it? Circadian rhythm. Rhythm. I'm just going to start pointing to you. Okay. Circadian rhythm. And how your body works. It should be natural to how your body works. If you want to go to bed later or earlier, I think that that's comfortable and fine. And you as couples want to find a way to connect with each other. And if one couple has a different circadian rhythm then the other one i think that you should find you need to find other ways to connect with each other whether it's a different time of the day obviously because one of you is sleeping and going to bed or some other way to connect with one another that i think is probably the most important takeaway that i'm going to share right now yeah i agree so something like our daily ritual we talked about the ritual in one of the very first episodes of this podcast or doing one of our intentional communication practices that we talked about in a more recent episode. As long as you take the time to connect, I don't know if it's that important those last few moments before you fall asleep. You really do need to figure out what works for you. And I don't think anyone should be forced to go to sleep before they're ready just because it's their partner's expectation of connection at that time. I will say... This is something that I have to coach myself on sometimes, and I've had to have some mental conversations. I think it's really important to not romanticize what other people do either. So if you happen to hear a conversation and part of you goes, oh, well, maybe we should be more like that as far as our bedtime routine. I heard a couple talking once really offhand about how they always go to sleep together and they always fall asleep while cuddling. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cute. Like, we totally should do that, except we kind of hate cuddling. I, like, I moved away from you last night. 
<laughs> you hate being touched when you fall asleep wiggled away and i kind of find it uncomfortable after a little while so part of me though when i heard them being like oh we always fall asleep cuddling i was like oh my gosh we have to do that if we don't then we're not as connected as they are not as connected as we could be and then there's another part of me that's like i just threw up in my mouth a little bit stop <laughs> You would. It would be me that finds this really cute. But that's keeping score. And I don't think this is about keeping score. Well, I don't think anything in relationships are about seeing what other people do and feeling you, like you have to do that in order to have your relationship be as good. It's not a competition and people aren't the same and they don't have the same needs or communication practices or love languages or Enneagram numbers. So everybody's a little bit different. Or and circadian I, rhythms. Oh, good job. I got You gutsy. totally got it. Yeah, gutsy there. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it doesn't really matter what other couples do. You really need to figure out what makes you feel fulfilled, what makes you feel connected. And it doesn't have to be getting in bed together at the same time, snuggling under the covers and looking into deep into each other's eyes before you fall asleep. That's like, you can't fall asleep with your eyes open, though. Before you fall asleep, Staring you like... deeply into each other's eyes. Yes. And you talk about the best part of your day and one thing you love about each other. But why are you like... What if your partner slept like Jetta does sometimes with her eyes open and just scared the crap oh out gosh. of you every time you were cuddling? <laughs> <laughs> I would probably want to cuddle less. <laughs> No, I don't want to cuddle her any less when she's like having one of her crazy puppy dreams and her eyes are open, rolled back in her head and she's like snorting in her sleep. So cute. So getting back on track, there was a fun it's listener not on track. idea. I'm not a dog podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Although some, some of the reviews probably will differ at some point in time in the, fu- in the future. This needs to be less of a dog podcast. Mm-hmm. Or less of a Jetta podcast. Another idea that I found this very cute, actually deathly cute, of tucking in your partner. What? So if you don't go to bed together, tucking in your partner, so you can have that connection period, and the partners do not go to sleep, and then go back you know, to wherever else they are in the house hanging out to, you know, do the rest of their relaxing, winding down period until they go to bed. Oh, that's so cute. I probably found this ridiculously cute because you love to get tucked in. I love being tucked in. love tucking in the nieces. So I was going to ask you, if I were to tuck you in tonight, what kind of a tuck would you want? Would you want a mermaid tuck or a princess tuck? Definitely a princess tuck. Princess tuck. I'll have uh, to learn more again what a princess tuck is because well, if you our ask, nieces know. Yes. If you asked our six-year-old niece, she would totally know. And then she would invent another type of tuck. That's just because she doesn't want to go to bed and she's negotiating right. to stay up longer and longer and longer and longer. Which you, warned, you were warned about the first time you did this. And I 40 know. minutes later, you show up and your sister-in-law is like, she got you, didn't she? She's just so entertaining. <laughs> so the tucks were something I invented when she was trying to distract me from actually getting her to go to sleep. So I told her I would tuck her and I would. she got to choose between a mermaid or a princess. Sometimes we've done like T-Rex tucks, another good one. T-Rex tucks. 
Oh, you don't explain, know the T-Rex tuck? Explain the T-Rex oh. tuck, oh. and then we're moving on. So the T-Rex tuck involves bringing the sheets up past the elbow, but with the hands out over the top. I wish you could see my demo right now. Does it have a sound effect to it? There's no, no, no. Sleepy T-Rexes are sleeping. They don't make noise. <laughs> so you tuck the elbow, but you leave the hands out on the top so that they just look like tiny little T-Rex arms. And that's the T-Rex tuck. So says, there you go. That's an option. Says to Google how a T-Rex sleeps. Oh, no. <laughs> this is getting edited out of this podcast. <laughs> I think it also is important to say that timing, if this is something that's a passion of yours, going to bed together or going to bed separate, that can be a passion too, that timing can be different based off travel, job schedules, a lot of different things, and that, you know... I would be weary of having this be like a core value oh, of like, like something, something that, that has you to has to do. You know what I mean? Like I think that would be something that would be probably too high watermark. Because I just no. don't think the activity is that important. Well, I think you have to be flexible too. Different seasons of life, different job situations. Like all of a sudden, one partner starts working third shift, and sorry that going bed together just isn't going to happen. So. I think this is something that you just have to be flexible about. I also know there's times in our relationship where I've really felt the need to work late at night and you get tired of waiting for me to get away from my computer so we can go to bed. Well, it's vice versa. Yeah. We've done that both ways. Yeah. So in those times when that seems to be when I'm getting work done, I know it's not the healthiest thing in the world and it's not a constant habit, but there are weeks when I'm working toward a deadline or something, or I'm preparing because we are going to travel the next week and I have things I need to get done before we leave. We just have to be flexible around it. And that can just be a limited time season. But if we really insisted on having to go to bed at the same time, that would be very frustrating. And thankfully, we can be a little bit more accommodating than that. The other thing I don't want to do is I don't want to render judgment on the subject. I'm not going to. I'm not going what to say mean? that I think that uh, couples should always go to bed together or go to bed separate. No judgment here. No, no. rendering of judgment. No, I think that's been pretty clear. You just got to connect at another time. Make sure both partners feel fulfilled. And if you're someone that... What if you differ about this within your partnership. I think it's something you just need to communicate through. And you know what? If you're obsessed with going to bed at the same time, you might need to get over that and move on and find something else that satisfies whatever need that you feel is lacking when you don't go to bed at the same time as your partner. So if that's... You have, yep. And if you have another topic you'd like us to discuss, please send it this way. I may, I may render a judgment on an argument or settle an argument for you. Oh, Who knows? no. If this is one that our listener wanted settled, I'm not settling it. No, I don't think <laughs> our listener sent this in needing an answer. I think it was more curiosity about what other people do. So This listener did win in which scientific poll proves that more couples go to bed, or bed together than separate. So yes. Count that in the win column there. <laughs> yeah, so that's the only judgment rendered here. More people do go to bed at the same time than don't, according to our scientific poll. So I love that. Yeah, if you've got any arguments that you can't seem to solve, send them in and we'll referee. All judging, right, do you have... Jury. 
a confident couples challenge. I do. I do. I would like, you know, we like to end every episode with something that's real and actionable that you can take and use in your relationship today. And I would like to challenge you to tuck your partner in tonight. No way. I would like you to do your version of the mermaid, the princess, the T-Rex, <gasps> the Sunday night, whatever tuck in you think or whatever you want to call it. Are Make you gonna, it up on the fly. Are you going to tuck me in tonight? tuck your partner in tonight. Are you never know. I mean, you just challenged everyone else. I think that you probably have to do that then. You never know. I just may. You will have to. <laughs> so consider tucking your partner in this evening, particularly if you're not going to bed together. That sounds awfully cute and delightful, so doesn't cute. it? So cute. Oh, my gosh. All right. That's all we've got for this listener question. So for this week. Cheers to Confident Couples. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Confident Couples podcast. If we've helped your relationship in any way, we'd love to hear about it. That's what keeps us going and keeps us recording these episodes. Let us know by submitting an anonymous contact form at budandsarah.com or send an Instagram message to at budandsarah or best of all, leave a positive review on your podcast app. We hope to hear from you and we'll talk to you soon.